0: back to Don't Ghost Your Brain. This is the podcast where we delve into the fascinating world of neuroscience and psychology and explain everyday phenomena. Today's episode we're going to be talking about the direct correlation between exercise and our mental health and just the overall brain's well-being. So let's get right into it. when i when you hear this topic you might be like well duh like don't you like get like endorphins and like that just helps with your overall well-being but what i've actually been studying um just on my own time is like how the brain like the chemicals in your brain and how they're stimulated by exercise so okay think about it right like when we were made as humans like we weren't like we weren't meant to just sit around on the couch right like when you when you sit around on the couch you're like physically like just deteriorating i mean that's not to say that like you shouldn't rest but like that shouldn't be your main activity you know like we were it, it's so like weird to think that like we had to like hunt for our food you know like we actively went out and like hunted down stuff like we were not made and we did not survive this long without doing any physical exercise like we had to like that was our basis of survival right so first of all that's just like one thing that's like important to note because we weren't made to like just sit around and secondly I also kind of want to get into like how just the act of getting off your phone and like going to do exercise is just so and by exercise i guess i should define it too by exercise i think there's different levels but what i've noticed the i've noticed this for me and i've noticed other people saying this as well um it's about like when you just you can do anything as long as you're having movement in your day but you should always be also surprising your body like if you have a routine and you do the exact same sets and the exact same exercises and the exact same routine every single day. That's also not helping your body. I mean, it's, it's better than just sitting down and doing nothing, you know. But that's also, like, not, like, helping your body grow. Obviously, like, if you want to go to the gym a lot, like, you can, like, do different machines. Or, like, that's why people do, like they have scheduled different days and even so like you should like change it up or like increase the reps and increase like the the intensity like having just a set routine every single day I mean it's great in some ways but also that's not the best way so I think for me when I define exercise I define it as like a way of movement that is going to benefit your well-being in a way that is not boring so that you will consistently go back to doing it so for me like for example I love walking um I hate running I just I don't know what it is about it like I just I, I don't understand how people enjoy running um so that for me is not it but I know if like at least during the summer right like if I if i walk a lot like i'm going to go back to it because i know that it was fulfilling and i know that i could go to a different path and i could explore new things and it's not going to be boring so i think that is also an important thing so i just wanted to get those two things out there that like one just remember we were hunter-gatherers a couple thousand years ago like we weren't like programmed as like a species to sit on our phones right that's very recent even though that's something that like everybody does and that's fine like we all are in that trap but like that's one thing and then the second thing i just wanted to like get that out there that like i don't define exercise as like d1 like athletes like doing their sport like absolutely not i think that exercising should be enjoyable to the point where you felt so good that you will come back to it and that's what gets you going it's not the fact that you have to do it it's the fact that you're okay with doing it and like you know that it's better for you okay so i wanted to go over the neuroscience of it because i thought that this was really When we engage in physical activity, we stimulate the production of growth factors in the brain, such as brain-derived neurotrophic factor, or BDNF. BDNF acts as a fertilizer for our neurons promoting their growth and connectivity. In simple terms, exercise helps our brain build new connections and strengthen existing ones leading to enhanced cognitive function and better mental health. So exercise can act as a natural antidepressant by directly influencing the release of endorphins. And this has significant implications for individuals struggling with depression or other mood disorders. And exercise has also been shown to have a positive impact on individuals with ADHD. Physical activity increases the production of dopamine, norepinephrine, and serotonin, transmitters that play crucial roles in attention, focus, and mood regulation. By boosting these chemicals, exercise can help alleviate some of the symptoms associated with ADHD and improve overall cognitive function. So when we don't engage in physical activity, our brain's plasticity decreases and the connections between neurons become weaker. This can lead to cognitive decline, decreased mood regulation, and an increased risk of mental health disorders. And so that's why it's so important to exercise, and I think people don't realize this. When you have that decision to go to the gym or stay in, go to the gym. When you are have the option to go on a walk with your friends, or with your dog go take that walk without exercise the brain will be in a depressed state of mind and I think a lot of people don't realize this and I kind of just want to share my personal experience because I don't think that sports injuries or just injuries in general are covered enough but like it's not even like about the injury it's more like about like the effects that I had so um, six months ago I tore my ACL and prior to that I didn't really realize how easy it was to injure I mean I never had gone through an injury like that before the only thing that I had gone through was like I don't know I like overworked my rotator cuff and that was like a two-week recovery right so Um, and so this I didn't find out about it till two months after um, and I was mortified by the idea of surgery so then I got surgery three months after hurting it and then it's currently been um, three and a half months so I haven't worked out in the way that I usually work out in a good six months Um, and I think that being very realistic it is definitely taking a toll on my mental health i've never i've come i remember coming close once um where i've had mental struggles not just it was be kind of because we had shut down at the beginning of covid and i just was addicted to my phone and um my mom just kind of pulled me out of it she's like let's go on walks like let's go on i don't know let's go go get out let's I don't know, take your mask and we'll. It was just like it was always walks, like it walks, so and we built like an indoor gym, right? So, it I think that exercise, even just that little bit of movement, it, it pulled me out. Like, I mean, I wasn't as far deep in, I definitely would have gone a lot further, a lot faster just because of the circumstances of COVID, but it really did. Like, I like having something to focus on, having something to work on just from a personal perspective really does but going back like I I go to physical therapy but I don't um I can't work out in the way that I usually do I love I love doing legs in the gym and that just sounds so (laughs) it's just I feel like hitting legs in the gym for a girl is very much stereotyped wrong but I think that it was just so fun for me. I don't know. I've always felt really strong in my legs and not being able to do that, not being able to put in that work, not being able to say like, oh, yeah, like, let me go. Like, because I don't know if you've experienced this, but I've never regretted a workout. Like, I hate doing it in the middle of it. I hate... motivation to get out of bed you know but i've never regretted a workout and i think that is something so powerful because i mean as i said before like it releases all these endorphins and i feel like that's a pretty well-known fact um but i don't think that people correlate it to your overall mental health well-being because when you have that constant like input of endorphins it's Naturally, hard for your brain to stay very, like in a, in that deep depressed matter, and obviously there are certain cases like um, PTSD is very hard to escape, and um, there's of neurological um, diseases are very hard to escape. That's 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 a whole different topic, but I think that a lot of people don't realize that this is one of the methods that is very effective in just keeping yourself accountable for your well-being so i think that starting like little habits of just like i said for me like i hate running like just walking and stuff because i'm not able to run for another month and i mean i at physical therapy they've been getting a lot harder um the exercises, so I, like, do break, like, a good amount of sweat, like, I just came from it today, and my shirt was pretty much soaked, um, but also it's very hot there, so I don't know (laughs) how hard the actual activities are, but I think that it's been very much helping, but because I wasn't, I didn't have, um, the constant routine of exercise I had a lot more time watching movies or watching my phone um and then I, I obviously like I prioritize school so that was the, that was it for me like it was school and then um my phone whenever I had time and then I also worked but um that was just kind of in my free time I had a lot of t- I had even more time on my phone than I usually do and I think that contributed to my mental state so naturally when you're blocking out time to working out unless you're watching a video which is very different than like um scrolling through social media unless you're watching a video or listening to music or watching a program like you know those like hit programs on your phone um I think that naturally when you you, when you are working out you are cutting out a chunk of time where you're not going to use your phone where in most cases you might even if you answer a couple of text messages that's so much better than just in that time you would have been scrolling um so I think that also because I could do a whole nother podcast episode if you guys want but social media also has a big effect on at least my mental health and I'm sure there's well I know that like isn't it a coping mechanism um it's like a distraction sort of thing, and that's why it's so easy to scroll and scroll for hours, you know. But um, I think that at least on a personal level, I've definitely, definitely experienced like what it is like to go from working out. I mean, minimum, I would work out three days a week. You know, I used to be a good like a tennis player. I would play multiple days um and then I did volleyball for a while and I loved it um and then I went back to tennis and then I kind of after volleyball season ended I just I was in the gym a lot I was working out just just to feel strong you know to feel good and it was a routine and it was great and then all of a sudden I tore my ACL and I I didn't know like I said earlier but like I just I didn't feel comfortable because i knew that there was going to be pain i didn't feel comfortable going to the gym because um, i didn't want to hurt myself more and then i tried playing tennis and then i hurt myself more <laughs> and so um what i'm trying to say is that i know the feeling of doing it every day and feeling fine you know i you don't really think about while you're working out yes this is going to help me with my mental health you know you're kind of thinking about the pain that you're enduring or the PR you know so but I think that having that taken away was such a huge thing for me that I didn't even realize the luxury of it you know and then I also want to touch base in something that I mentioned earlier was that like engaging in a variety of exercises rather than sticking to the same routine every day is important for like Stimulating the brain and maximizing its neuroplasticity, and like I mentioned before, neuroplasticity refers to the brain's ability to reorganize itself by forming new neural connections throughout life. So, um, an explanation behind like the shocking of the body—I'm just gonna call it shocking—and that just like i kind of mentioned earlier like it's just like when you're not doing the same exact routine every single day you know you're kind of mixing it up with like a hike one day and then like pilates i mean like it's great if you have a structured class if you're advancing in that that's different like by all means do that if that works for you if you, if having that block schedule is great but also i think that like shocking it is what i'm going to refer to is Um, really important so you can get that in two ways either like I said like um, doing different types of activities um, throughout you know your workout journey and then um, just advancing in different things and doing new exercises and different things so one of the things is um, neural adaptation so when we repeatedly perform the same act exercises, our brains become efficient at executing those specific moments. And this efficiency is the result of neural adaptation where the brain creates specific neural pathways dedicated to performing the familiar exercises. So while this adaptation is beneficial for improving performance in those exercises, it can lead to plateau in progress and reduce cognitive engagement second is novelty and learning so introducing new and different exercises challenges the brain by presenting you with like unfamiliar movements and motor patterns it's kind of like hmm how do I do this so like it's just I guess like it's healthier for your brain to exercise it more by not knowing what to do if that makes sense so, um, and this novelty triggers like a cascade of neural activity as the brain works to understand and learn new exercises and the brain engages in a process called sym- synthetic plasticity where existing neural connections are modified and new connections are formed. So this process is essential for learning and skill acquisition, right? The next one is cognitive flexibility, so regular changes in exercises requires the brain to adapt to motor patterns, coordination, and demands. So this is it's kind of the same thing, it's building off. And so this enhances cognitive flexibility, which is the brain's ability to switch between different tasks and mental processes. And cognitive flexibility is associated with improved problem-solving skills, creativity, and adaptability in various areas of life. And I think that's really important because even though you're simply thinking 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 okay well now I have to mix up my routine like you're getting more benefits out of it than you might think and that's what's crazy I don't think that people realize like I know that exercise is very much it's it's well known for its healthiness now and it's almost a trend to be so healthy um I I feel like that's especially a thing in Southern California I'm not quite sure about other areas of the world but in Southern California it's very much like try need to be healthy so it's not the fact that i'm telling you work out because yes i am but like i feel like that's that's already in people's routines but i just want to explain that like there are other benefits of working out rather than just like getting a summer bod you know and you're genuinely like exercising your brain as the same time you're exercising your body Another thing is multisensory stimulation, so engaging in diverse exercises that involve direct m- movements, environments, and sensory inputs. And it provides a rich multisensory experience, and that experience activates multiple regions of the brain simu- simultaneously, promoting neural crosstalk and integration. So as a result, the b- brain becomes more efficient at processing and integrating information from various sensory modalities, leading to enhanced cognitive function. And lastly, um, it's just it's part of brain health and neuroprotection. Regularly engaging in varied activities and exercises has been linked to improve brain health and neuroprotection. And physical activity has been shown to stimulate. The production of growth factors that support the survival and growth of neurons, promoting overall brain health, right? So the mental stimulation provided by novel exercises can help protect against age-related cognitive decline and neurodegenerative diseases. And essentially it just means that the more you work out your brain, the less likely your neurons are going to deteriorate over time because they stopped firing. That's essentially, like, the gist of it. So, working out, like I, like I mentioned earlier, um, and shocking the body with, like, new and different exercises stimulates the brain's neuroplasticity. And it promotes cognitive engagement. So, by challenging the brain with novel movements and motor patterns, we enhance learning, cognitive flexibility, and multisensory integration. And just overall brain health... Um, So by incorporating variety into our exercise routines, it not only benefits our physical fitness, but it also keeps our brains active, adaptable, and primed for continuous growth. And I think that, like I mentioned earlier, I just, I I think that exercise is so important. And yes, you don't, I don't think that you have to have it every day. I think that having rest days is just as important because if your body is always tired, that's not serving you any purpose that's just setting you up for injury but I think that just having a movement every day and like I keep on saying like it can be so gentle it can be tough sometimes which is well that's what I'm suggesting you know like shocking your body but like I think that just integrating that into your life is so important so you might be wondering like camille like come on now i work seven days a week like i have a family i um do all these jobs i just don't have time for this right so i guess how much exercise should you aim for and how do i integrate that into my life is questions that I want to answer for you so that you know how you can take the information I literally just spat at you right about all this neuroscience and apply it to your life right so first of all I mean it depends for every person but the general recommendation for heightened neural activity and what I've researched is anywhere from like uh, like basically 150 minutes of moderate aerobic activity or just 75 minutes of vigorous activity training per week and just having strengthening two or more days a week um but like i said before it doesn't have to start out like that i think at the end of the day as simple as it sounds consistency is key and it is definitely not simple um you just if we're like fitting it into your schedule it just it has to be made it if that means waking up a little bit earlier and going on a morning jog or if that means just before um I don't know you have to find like for me I'm a night person even though I hate working out at night I cannot do that I will not sleep um I think for me it's always after school I like to go because then it kind of I I want to use whatever energy i have during school which is probably not the best thing but i also like i'll go to sleep late to finish all my homework you know so i just i need that extra any extra time i can get to sleep you know but just it really like honestly for me if if you do more than 20 minutes a day that's perfect uh it just it has to be consistent because the more that you do it, the more you're going to enjoy it and then it'll start becoming a priority. I think you just have to start out and just carve the 20 minutes. no way you're not on your phone for more than 20 minutes. On that time you're on your phone, you can literally just go go outside and I don't just take a jog, go to the gym. It's just it's it sounds so simple and I know it's not. The motivation is never there. It never is, but just Remember, like, I've never regretted a workout, and I think that's the same for a lot of people. I've never regretted a workout, so I think that I always repeat that to myself before I am doubting going to work out because it always is just like you know what you're right. So so hopefully um, you took away a couple things from this podcast episode. First, um, the release of endorphins during exercise. Is literally classified as natural painkillers and mood boosters, which reduce stress, anxiety, and symptoms of depression. Also, exercise stimulates the production of growth factors in the brain, such as brain-derived neurotrophic factor, which is also short for BDNF. And they promote the growth and connectivity of neurons, so this rewiring of the brain leads to enhanced cognitive function and improved mental health. Also, we talked about how um, the exercise increased the uh, production of neurotransmitters like dopamine, norepinephrine, and serotonin, which also plays crucial roles in attention, focus, and mood regulation. Um, we also talked about how important regular exercise. It, oh my God! Regular exercise is for maintaining brain health, highlighting um, that without uh, physical activity, the brains pl- the brain's plasticity decreases, which weakens the neural connections and increases the risk of cognitive decline and mental health disorders. So, um, I just want to leave you with a reminder that incorporating exercise just, it it honestly should be part of your daily routine. Um, I want you to prioritize and carve out a dedicated time for physical activity because you will feel so much better. It is literally food for your brain um, and it, like I just proved, like it has a direct connection with your mental health and i'm not saying that it's a cure for anything but it's directly connected because the more endorphins you have in your brain the harder it is for it to stay in that depressed state of mind so i hope that you guys um include some exercise in your routine if you don't already um please let me know if you enjoyed this episode um we have an instagram and a tiktok account um we're working on coming up with episodes on other platforms as well right now it's only on spotify but let me know what other um platforms you guys want and this is your host camille casper thank you so much for listening